So, hey, Robert. <laughs> we, we already talked a little bit, um, but you want to tell us a little bit about yourself to start everything off? Sure. I'm the uh, CEO of privacy search engine startpage.com. Sweet. And um, I guess for those of you in our community, you probably have heard us talk about Startpage quite a bit. We normally mention the privacy search engines. You have DuckDuckGo, you have Startpage, and then you have other alternative options. But pretty much the two big names are Startpage and DuckDuckGo. So thank you so much for coming on, Robert, and sharing your time with us to talk about your service. Thanks for having me. Um, like I was telling Robert, I, we're going to have more of just a casual interview and I have a few bullet points of things I want to hit but outside that you can really say whatever you want Robert and just talk to us about your service I'm sure you're very involved with a lot of things so you can feel free to just talk about whatever you want sure um Great. is there anything you want to start out with uh, privacy is an important topic to talk about and uh, it, it, it's the main thing people in the tech industry are talking about this year and I'm sure many years to come so uh, I'm very happy to talk about privacy with you Okay, sweet. Um, so I guess uh, just looking at the bullet points here, what lines up most with that is, I guess, how, does, how do your company goals line up with privacy? The company goals are uh, centered around privacy. It's, it's basically privacy. Uh, maybe it's good to start with a little bit of history uh, of StartPage um, because we've not always been a privacy search engine. In the very early days, the company started in 1998 originally as a meta search engine called XQuick. Um, we uh, started as a meta search engine, meaning we uh, got all sorts of results coming together, uh, adding to the uh, scope of the internet, the, the, the broadness of the coverage of the internet, plus the relevancy. Um, but um, myself, I, I became the CEO in 2003. And um, initially, uh, together with my, my the technical partner, uh, David Botnick from New York, who had uh, originally developed the search engine, we focused on, on bringing speed back to the uh, search result, uh, the relevancy, uh, adding all sorts of other features, and uh, that worked nicely. But then in 2005, we did a legal audit, and um, I have a legal background, and I wanted to know what data do we store, and, and why are we storing it? And I found out that we were actually storing everything from the user, starting with the moment that he came onto the site, uh, the moment, the time, the date, uh, his IP address. Uh, we set a bunch of cookies. And um, then every search that he did on our site and every link he clicked on, we uh, registered that in a, in a big database. And I said, my gosh, <laughs> I started looking at that and I said, what's going on here? But it, that means and that's the most essential part of privacy in a search engine, that you can combine uh, one person's uh, search history and you can see through the whole list of, of searches that he's performed. And someone uh, doing searches on the internet on a search engine, they expect not to be, be, be traced and tracked. At least in those days, uh, the word wasn't out yet that that is happening. And uh, I was shocked myself. I said, my gosh, this is ethically wrong. And um, I, I said, I want to get rid of this. I want to get rid of the, 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 the data we've stored so far. We, we hadn't used any of the data, so it was uh, fairly easy to do that. But the whole technical team was set up to store data because it's common practice in, in, in those days. And it didn't cost much. And I said, but OK, let's get rid of it. Let's, let's change course 180 degrees and let's start working on privacy. 
and let's let's become the first uh, the world's first privacy search engine and that's what we did in 2006 relaunching it as xwick the world's most private search engine sweet so uh, sure go ahead well no if you, if you have more to say go ahead yeah, just to reiterate that privacy is the, 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 the topic that our company uh, uh, is centered on. It, it's, it's, it's everything we do. It's our passion. We, we are very passionate for the privacy. All right. Thank you. Um, I guess there's a lot to unpack there. Um, for the, I, I had no idea that Startpage started as a meta search engine, so that's kind of new to hear. Um, yeah. I, I guess nowadays the biggest meta search engine that's commonly recommended in our community is search.me. S-E-A-R-X dot me, however you want to pronounce it. So it's it's interesting to see that. I guess nowadays that's the one privacy search engine taking that approach. So I guess uh, just talking about that, how would you compare a meta search engine, a privacy-oriented meta search engine to what you offer? Because you offer Google results. Um, but Yeah, we offer Google results. And we, we, we uh, chose uh, in, in 2006 to partner with Google simply because they have the best search results uh, in the industry. I, I'd agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Especially in the non-English languages. In the uh, English languages, uh, it, it, it's uh, comparable to uh, Bing and basically Yahoo is the same thing. Um, to Bing results, I would say, but in the non-English language, um, you can't beat Google results. So that, that was an obvious choice and a, and a very conscious decision of us to try to partner with Google mm-hmm. in 2006. Okay. And um, something else you brought up, which I thought was interesting, is you can see everyone's a lot. You can learn a lot about a person based on just their search history alone, which, yes. is, which is scary. And people don't realize that little things they do every day are definitely capable of tying a giant profile on them. Everything, your, 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 your hopes, your fears, your fantasies, your, your medical history, you name it. You sit behind your computer and you feel confident that your trust is not being, uh, being broken, typing stuff into your search engine. Ex- and, and that's exactly that's everyone recognizes. And uh, the, the, the truth of the uh, situation is that unless you use a privacy search engine, um, that's not the case. Uh, you're being tracked, you're being profiled, and, and uh, profiles are being built based upon your search history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, and I guess the craziest part about that to me is thinking about something like Google, which not only has your search history, but they also have your emails, they have your calendar, they have everything that you do in your browser, everything's collected. So if you think that it's extensive, what a search engine collects, I can only imagine what an entire entity like Google, Facebook, all major tech companies that have all this data coming from different sources can collect on an all individual. All major tech companies have so many sources that, that can be put together. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's terrible in a sense. <laughs> yeah, no, it's scary. It's reality. Yep. And I, I guess that's why it's good that we are hopefully more people will start moving over to more private options. I mean, I see, I see news that Facebook's market is dropping and things like that. And that's always, I guess, good news in my mind that hopefully people are waking up. Yeah. Yeah. And and people who say, I don't have anything uh, to hide. They don't get the concept that, that they have so much to protect. Exactly. Yep. And, and taking small steps is important. And, uh, not even a small step, but it's a, a big step, is changing your search engine mm-hmm. to privacy search engine like Startpage. We, we like people to have 
options, create privacy options, and then become conscious of the, uh, the, 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 what's out there, of, of how the world has changed since the early days of the internet, and to make a conscious choice to change their behavior, mm-hmm. like changing their search engine. Yeah, that's, that's something that we try to do on our channel specifically, is you don't need to use the Tor browser. You don't need to get your family to use Tor browser to be private. Little changes like going from Chrome to yeah. Chromium are already an okay step forward. Going from yeah. Chromium to Brave is an okay step forward. It doesn't need to be change everything about someone's digital habits in order to improve them. Just little steps. And yeah, yeah. and that's something like StartPage, which, which uses Google results, hopefully shouldn't be a terrible switch from someone who already uses Google. So, yeah, I agree. Um, I guess the first question is kind of obvious, but who runs StartPage? And then, um, but I guess who are also the devs? What's the day in the life of someone who works on StartPage? Mm-hmm. What are your different positions? What's your company set up? How does everything work? Sure. Um, so, who runs StartPage is, is a fairly easy question to answer. It's uh, the all business decisions is still being decided by David and myself, with the two founders. And of course, we have close contact with all the department directors, um, support, uh, product uh, development, and marketing. Um, we have uh, development teams. Uh, of course, the team is. Uh, have, we have a lead engineer. We have DevOps engineers, uh, full stack engineers, uh, senior product manager. We we work with on, a, on almost a daily basis. Um, UI designers, UX designers, um, basically uh, what you would expect. Mm-hmm. And so, sorry, what country are you guys based out of? Netherlands or the US? The Netherlands. Okay, yes. sweet. Okay, Netherlands, I... Europe. So we fall under the GDPR and uh, That's European good. privacy rules and protections. That's good. Okay, I, f- I forgot That's what country. Yeah. That's cool. Um, let's see. I guess what separates it is kind of a broad question, so feel free to expand as much as you want. But what I guess would you think directly separates StartPage from? I don't even want to call other search engines necessarily competitors, because I think no. each one offers benefits no. to the user. But what would separate StartPage from another privacy search engine? And you can use you can use examples specifically if you wanted to also. One of our goals is to spread uh, awareness about privacy uh, topics. And uh, from that perspective, I'd like to see competitors more as companions striving to create uh, awareness on the privacy front. Um, but, but that's how I see competitors. Maybe I'm not competitive enough for a business world, but I, I think that's an important point to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, everyone is trying to create more awareness on privacy topics, and that's very much needed. Mm-hmm. What separates a start page is a couple of unique features, I think. Uh, the first one is that we have the unique uh, opportunity to, to offer people uh, Google search results. And we're unique in that sense. Um, we're the only party that is able to do that, offer uh, Google search results in privacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're based in the Netherlands, um, following on the European and Dutch privacy uh, protection. Um, I think um, if you look at how secure and private we are, I think from the start we've, we've practiced uh, privacy by design 
and, and privacy by default. And those are two terms that I think are especially important in a privacy search engine, because privacy by design means that everything you do build up from the ground has the concept of privacy in mind. You want to make sure that your ultimate goal is privacy and that that goal is surfaced by your whole structure and, and, and setup. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, it, it basically means we don't store any personal data, we don't leak any personal data. Mm -hmm. um, and th that's a very good starting point because if there's nothing that can be, uh, 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 assume a, a party gets hacked. If there's no data in, in uh, someone's database, you can't hack anything mm -hmm. uh, because there's no data to be hacked. And, and that was a principle that we started with as early as 2006. I think privacy by default is, is maybe equally important because uh, you have all sorts of settings and all sorts of choices that you can make and um, making the right choices. For instance, we, we, we use post versus get, which is a technical term for basically uh, doing the right thing on the privacy level. Uh, but that's, that's a choice and you can change it in your setting if you want to. But we chose by default to use the right privacy setting. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's important too. We, we've integrated that through our, or all our, our, our practices as well. Awesome. Um, we, we have uh, uh, privacy by uh, design privacy by default. We have our own servers um, that are uh, owned by Startpage, which we feel is important as well from a privacy level. Mm -hmm. Going to too much, but it, compare it to uh, running stuff in the cloud. There's certain risks associated with it, and we have chosen consciously to use our own uh, premise service, uh, servers. Um, one of the uh, most liked features in, and, and I uh, agree because I think it's, it's the, the best feature we have on top of offering Google results in privacy is our anonymous view. I was going to mention anonymous view when you were done. Like that's, yeah. That for me is probably my favorite feature that you offer. It, it, it's really nice. Yeah. It is really uh, state of the art. We uh, think that people are not looking to search in privacy, they're, they're looking to find in privacy eventually. Mm -hmm. and to start that, you need a search engine. So it's nice you can start uh, searching in privacy, but then you found your list, you found your, your URL you want to go to. And if you click on that URL, you leave, we would normally leave our protection, the protection of start and go to that third-party website, and they could track you. And uh, recognizing that, we came up with the idea of the anonymous view, in which we completely separate you from that third-party website, but show it through our servers and, and completely disconnecting you from that third-party website. So they can't see your IP address, they can't see uh, what, what platform or browser you're using, but you can still go there if you click on the anonymous view. And that's, that's, that's uh, indicated after each search result, you see this, this link, anonymous view. If you click on that, the link will open through our servers. And, and um, it's a really neat feature. I consider it the, 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 the gem of uh, the, the offering. Yeah, it's funny. I used StartPage for a long time. I want to say like half a year. And then mm -hmm. after half a year, I realized I, I finally discovered okay. Anonymous yeah. View. So, promote it more. Yeah, I, I was just about <laughs> to say, so I guess some advice for me is I think for most users, they don't see the feature or like they don't okay. they don't know it's a major part of StartPage. So I... Good suggestion. We'll do that. That's that's a suggestion, I guess. It also could have just been me. So maybe, fig no, yeah. I hear it more often, so we should promote it more. Yeah, because it's a great feature. And it's a great. Feature. And I, I guess this is semi unrelated, but something I just thought of. Uh, whether you think it's ethical or not, when I was going to school in high school, 
uh, and they don't do this as much, at least in my school in university, but in high school, they would block lots of websites or some pretty strict filters. And a lot of times they pick up sites that weren't actually, in my opinion, block worthy. It's just the sites had a keyword, maybe a site mentioned gun, but it's a Wikipedia page about guns, which I guess should be fair to access on school grounds. Yeah. So there was um, a video I made talking about how to bypass really easy restrictions on internet and it doesn't require a VPN or anything. You just pretty much use Google Translate to translate the page and you're pretty much using Google Translate's URL feature as a proxy because they're not going to block Google Translate. Okay. So I was, it just got me thinking when you're talking about anonymous view again, that anonymous view could also be used as a tool to access websites on block networks that are blocking websites. Cause I'm guessing you're using your own IP address. So unless they blocked start page entirely from the network, most likely that is a way to also access censored content. It is. Yeah. So that's the benefit I just thought of. So yeah. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I guess we've kind of touched on this. I guess you don't... I know that you don't want to be necessarily competitive with other privacy search engines, but we live in the privacy security world with the end users. It's Mm -hmm. constant battling between, well, DuckDuckGo uses AWS, so you should never touch them at all. So you should use this search engine. Oh, you should use this search engine. And there's always always kind of an arms race to what is the number one best option. And if you're not using that number one best option... You can just get out, which I don't think is a good mentality to have. No, neither do I. Yeah, and it, it's kind of, it's a nasty community. There's, I, I talk about it a lot, but I really dislike the privacy subreddit because it's very much set up like that way. So you have users who ask, how, how do I make Windows more private and secure? The top comment is, don't use Linux. <laughs> and it's like well what if i don't want to use linux what if i can't use linux because i have a requirement to use windows for work it's it's a bad mentality but what does make any what does make start page more secure and private than other options um you already touched on this but like more technical a little bit already i think uh the 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 privacy by design the privacy by default uh, parts of it are very important uh, I think uh, what is also very important is the passion of the team for privacy that is behind a product. Um, of course, it's hard for people to say, hey, this is a technical thing. You, you can't measure passion for privacy, but you can uh, uh, you, you can gauge uh, genuine uh, genuine uh, concern over privacy and, and the goal to, to do something about it. And then you can look at someone's history and see if they're consistently making the right steps and doing the right things. Um, so, um, but, but that is uh, kind of a vague uh, argument. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the elements of, of privacy by design, privacy by default, having your own uh, premise uh, servers um, are, are quite important. And then you have to look at, at, at what they offer in, 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 as a product and features. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one element is that uh, we, we've, we've uh, struggled a little bit with that that uh, element of how do you gain trust? Of course, we were the first one to think about privacy in search engines. And we've always been focused on it. But in 2008, uh, we thought, what about if we do a certification? And we went through a very lengthy certification with, with very tough uh, 
a certification company that was was uh, put in place by uh, a U European Commission project, and it was uh, run by from Kiel, from the European Privacy Seal uh, people, the Europrice people, and they uh, asked us to be the first candidate to uh, be award, uh, awarded a, a European Privacy Seal. And uh, the wheel had to be invented a little bit, but it took us a long nine months of, of uh, technical reviews uh, that went into extreme depth, like who owns the second, who owns access to the second key of your, your, your <laughs> servers or whatever. Uh, legal stuff, uh, endless legal questions came. Uh, but eventually we were awarded the first uh, European Privacy Seal in, in 2009 by the Privacy Commissioner uh, of the European Union at that time, which was... Um, to us, it was a big achievement because it 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 it, it shows you that this uh, group of people that are very tough and, and sincere on privacy, they reviewed all your practices, they reviewed your your legal background, what you're doing, um, they could take audits, um, and and they say uh, this is our stamp of approval. You do exactly what you're saying you're doing. It it, it completely is in line with your privacy uh, policy. Of course, the difficulty of that is that uh, we felt it was a great thing to have, and we still think it is a great thing. Uh, but in the U.S., the practices are more uh, towards, oh, well, it's just a stamp of approval. It's just a seal or a sign. And it doesn't mean as much as it, as it means to the Germans. Mm -hmm. but, um, we're still very proud of, of, of being that first European company at that time. Yeah, uh I don't really know much about the legal stuff, so I can't really comment on how the U.S. might differ in that way. But I, I'm going to take your word for it, just knowing other things that happen in the U.S. that are easier to slide by than in other countries, and especially in terms of privacy and security. Mm -hmm. um, that's good. I, I do think that passion about privacy is... I, I know that you said it was very vague and, I guess, underrated in a way, but... I do think that privacy advocates do look, at least I do at least. Uh, one thing is I go to a lot of, do you know about OWASP? No, I don't. So OWASP is a worldwide cybersecurity. They, they put software together. They have meetups. It's a pretty big cybersecurity organization. And OWASP has lots of meetups in the Bay Area. And lots of these are actually sponsored and hosted by major tech companies. So the last one was at eBay. There was one at Microsoft not too long ago. I'm sure they've had one at Google at some point. If not, it's probably going to happen. And they're normally always hosted at big tech companies. And it's always interesting because I go to these, one, to learn a little bit about cybersecurity, but also I kind of hope to hear about privacy, hear them talk about privacy. But it's never really talked about. Um, these companies mm -hmm. don't normally talk about privacy. They don't normally mention privacy. And the only time it is mentioned is when they're talking about the regulations that are being passed. The California Privacy Act is being passed. How are you going to stay committed to the Privacy Act so that we don't get legal fines? So it's not more so a how do we maintain user privacy approach. It's how do we stick with regulations so that we don't get sued and we don't lose money for invading mm. a user's privacy, depending on what the law states, yeah. is invading the user's privacy. So I do think that is kind of it's underrated because, yeah, it is sad. Um, because you can't have privacy without security, that, that, that's a, a no-go. But um, the security people, uh, I mean, it would be good if they, they would share some of the passion of the, the, the pure privacy people. Yeah. 
And who knows, maybe there are privacy advocates within the companies who work in the sector, but as far as the people who are speaking, it's almost never brought up. But the last meeting we went to, there was one individual, and actually they spoke at Enigma in 2019 as well. It's a cybersecurity conference. And it, it it's you can watch it on YouTube. It's actually really interesting. He is part of UC Berkeley's research team. And what they do is they analyze different methods that Android applications use to bypass permissions. Mm. So they're able to fake certain things in the background in order to pretty much get people's location, get people's MAC address, which they can then use to get wow. their location. Uh, just little, it's just lots of um, permission hacking, essentially, that mm. apps use, which I thought it was a really cool talk and it was all about user privacy. So long story short, I do think that it's important to be oh, passionate yeah. about privacy. And the trend is slow, but it's a steady trend. In 2006, when we started and launched the first privacy search engine, we said, okay, this idea is going to catch on. People are going to immediately go and embrace it and will be copied. And we thought it was going to rock the world. And initially, it didn't at all. I mean, lately, of course, privacy is a much hotter topic also because of the legislation. Mm-hmm. But initially, it, it was very slow to catch on. We, we had two moments where we really doubled in traffic very quickly. Uh, one was when uh, Google combined all their, their privacy policies for all their products. And the second one was the Snowden uh, revelation um, that, that really doubled our traffic within a month. I bet. I bet. Uh, was really creating a lot of awareness about what's going on in, in the Internet these days and, and how has the world of the Internet changed. Mm-hmm. And I guess one counter to that, trust, like, the more advocating we do for privacy, the better. The only issue I've seen come out of it is it's almost become a, a, a marketing word for some companies at this point. So you have, you have Apple getting on a stage. And don't get me wrong, Apple is more private than companies like Google and Microsoft. But Apple's far from being a private company. But Tim Cook has no issue going on a stage and saying, we care about your privacy. Facebook going on stage and saying, we care about your privacy. Google saying, we care about your privacy. So it's become almost a, a marketing buzzword without much and backing. companies trying to jump on that bandwagon, and, and that, that's especially lately. Mm-hmm. Like we, yeah. yeah, so I guess that's the con to it. It's now, now the user yeah. has to figure out what is actually private, but most users don't care enough to see what's actually private so and i don't know tech tech is, is quite difficult for many exactly people. exactly 99 percent of the consumers they don't understand tech so they have to uh take other ones words for it and 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 listen to that but they can't uh, make the decision themselves is this company more private than the other company because you'd have to be a really technical person technically skilled and get all the information that you need to compare companies or products or whatever mm-hmm. exactly so, it's difficult for, for the general audience. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Um, I guess to tout the channel a little bit, the goal with the channel is to hopefully educate. So it's not 99%. It's maybe closer to 90 or 95. The, the goal is just to get people to improve and to learn the basics, I hope. But um, yeah. That's great. Especially if you can do it objectively and you can, you can steer away from having commercial interest and, and for really pushing one product over the other. And that, that, that is great. That, that's the goal. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, there's only a few more bullet points. Um, this one, it's whatever you're comfortable sharing. 
no need to go out of your comfort zone or not share things you're not supposed to share. But what are your plans in the future that you can share publicly with StartPage? Are there any features or um, projects that you guys are working on that you're allowed to share? Um, yeah, of course, I, I don't want to uh, give you the exact uh, filled product agenda for 2020. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to. We're, we're ambitious. Uh, we want to improve the, the further improve the, the, the news feature. We, we just launched a news feature um, recently, which allows you to search for news in privacy as well. It's a new tab on our, uh, uh, we, 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 you can search for web, you can search for images and videos. Now you can also search uh, news, which is unbiased news, which means that uh, since we have no history uh, of our users, we can't send them uh, the news that they might be interested in uh, based upon, uh, we'll send the news that they're interested in, but only based upon what they're searching for at that moment and not on what they've searched for or seen or visited in, in, the, in the last uh, months or years. Mm -hmm. So you get unbiased news, which is important in my view, because um, you, you know the concept of the filter bubble where people are running around in their small bubbles more and more and their opinion becomes more uh, outspoken and more aggressive and they have less input from, from other people's opinions and they, it, it starts separating worlds and communities. That and manipulation as well, like Cambridge Analytica. Yeah. So that's the, the, the big drawbacks of, of coming in that, those, those bubbles. Uh, we unbubble you with, with that news feature. And what, um, so what, do you, what do you use for um, search results? Like where, how do you, is it just based on your search engine that you go through news sites? Like where do you, you know, get the news? It's actually a Bing source uh, we're using for this. Uh, the news comes from Bing, but it, it, it is completely unbiased Sweet. As, as there's no previous history. Sweet. We don't have history. So we want to further improve on, on that feature. Um, I think uh, it's fair to say at this moment that we'll add a lot of uh, instant answers. That, that, that's the answers you can find on start page in that little box on the right-hand upper uh, corner of the page that gives you more information from specific verticals depending on the searches. Mm -hmm. Um, we'll, we'll add uh, quite a few of those uh, during the year, I expect. Um, we're also looking at uh, private maps. And we feel it's important that people can uh, access maps and information on maps and directions, etc., without having to give their, their personal information or their whereabouts. And, and that's an important feature. What do you plan on? Do you plan on using OpenStreetMaps for that? Um, actually, we we're planning to use MapQuest for that. Oh, I... I haven't heard of MapQuest, so... Okay, yeah, that, that, that's... So that's something that's on the agenda. Um, I would love to add a... Since we're, we are so private and we don't share any of your information, uh, if you're looking for a local... Uh, say you're looking for a carpenter and you live in uh, San Jose and you want to look for a, a carpenter in San Jose, you can type in San Jose Carpenter and you'll find one on StartPage and, and it's excellent. But um, if you are typing in Carpenter, I'd like, uh, you'll, you'll probably be showing, uh, we'll show you Carpenters from all over the U.S. Because we, we're, we're not telling Google where you're from. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> and that's not logical because at that moment, a specific local search, we want to serve you better by giving a localized search. And then you click on a, uh, on a button or you switch something uh, uh, for specifically that search. You say, do a local search and you get a local search because we would share a generalized uh, IP from the area, mm -hmm. still big enough uh, to, 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 to hide you in a million people, say, 
but uh, it would would then uh, create uh, results, show you results that are localized. That's cool. Yeah. And that wouldn't be a default, right? No. Okay. Okay. I was, I was going to say, cause I'd, I'd rather, I, I like no. it when I search on a search that's engine nice. and it recommends me that's things cool. from other countries. That's I'm like, that's, that's, that's good. <laughs> it would have to be off. Okay. Unless people say we want to do this for this search, you click on an extra button and you get there. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Because, yeah, that, that one of the best feelings is using my browser and knowing, oh, sweet, my browser has no idea where I'm located. That's a good sign. <laughs> um, I guess this is probably the hot question right now, and I'm sure you probably knew you're going to get it. But um, I guess the main concern with StartPage recently was the ownership change. So I guess what's your comment on that? Yeah, I, I'm happy to answer that. Um, uh, we, we, we recently welcomed a new shareholder in the company. Uh, it's called System One. And System One is a consumer internet and, and application company. They, they have uh, a very powerful audience expansion at the moment. Uh, they're adding all sorts of platforms. It, it's a growing company. They invested in us because they feel we're really unique and genuine in the, in the passion we have for privacy. And they want to help us with uh, what we feel is the place where we could help the most, be helped the most, which is marketing our, our, our great privacy product more efficiently. Um, we're we're uh, expecting already seeing that uh, to contribute a lot to the possibility to market, but also with the actual marketing of the uh, of the product and the brand. Mm -hmm. And, and that, to me, was uh, one of the most important elements of working together with them. Mm -hmm. they, they see us for who we are, and they, they trust us to continue to run the business uh, from the Netherlands, and they uh, are helping us a great deal with, with spreading the word. And personally, I want to have a, a privacy impact with StartPage. I'm passionate about privacy and the product, but I want to see more people enjoy privacy uh, using us and and that is the the, the most important reason for me mm -hmm. and i i guess just just like a simple answer I'm, I, my assumption is that this just having the company as a shareholder wouldn't affect anything in terms of how users are using the site how their data is collected their mm -hmm. access to the data I'm i'm assuming that that's all separate Yes, and we've, we've been very transparent in, in showing a, a data flow diagram even on, on the, in the support articles that, that's completely transparent on, on where data goes. It, uh, personal data is, is uh, not stored, it's not shared, it's uh, at a minimum, it immediately evaporates basically within the company. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can see the data flow diagram in our in our support uh, article. Do, you can find it. do you mind linking that to me when we're done? Sure. And I can put it in the uh, description and people. Sure. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, thank you. And uh, the last bullet point is, do you have any plans on open sourcing anything in the future? There actually is already quite a bit of open source uh, software being used by, by StartPage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's one of our goals for the future to increase the percentage of open sourcing. Uh, I think completely open sourcing is unlikely. Um, a reason I could give for that, for instance, is that um, we're, we're dealing with scrapers quite a bit. Um, we, we are showing Google search results and we have to pay uh, to get those results, of course. But there's a lot of people uh, interested in 
uh, scraping us uh, and to get those results. So we, if, if we open source everything, there's always pros and cons for open sourcing. Um, I think the, the, the smaller you are, uh, the, the, the advantages weigh more heavily towards not open sourcing. When you become bigger and you have more reviews uh, by, by technical people, the advantages become bigger. So uh, we're, we're getting into that stage. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that that's basically the answer. Okay. Yeah. And um, I, I, this is a genuine question. So if you have to pay, so you have to pay Google to get their results. Um, I, I I've never really looked into this myself. But how does Star Start Page make their money? So how do you make your money to pay yeah. for those results? It's a very good question. Um, we we show contextual ads. So uh, the ads that you can see on the Start Page results page mm -hmm. on the top of the page, we show clearly labeled contextual ads which means that the ads are uh, tailored towards only your search and the uh, language you, you search in. Mm -hmm. um, and nothing else, we have no history, we send no history. Um, so if you are looking for um, uh, bikes on the internet um, and now you type in Amsterdam in, in, in uh, our search box, you'll get uh, ads that are contextual, relevant for the search term Amsterdam. We can't show you Amsterdam bikes, because we don't know that you searched for bikes before anywhere. Mm -hmm. So we prevent ads that follow you around. And um, the ads that we do show you are contextual, so only based on, on that search term you enter in the search box. That's cool. At the same time, they do make money, enough to cover our costs, enough to cover uh, investment in, in product enhancements and uh, growing, growing privacy consciousness. That's good. That's good. I, I like that a lot better than Google's ways of making money. <laughs> um, I guess oh, I just had a question came up. Oh, right. Um, this is also kind of a random question, but I guess at least I haven't read much about anything related to browser defaults. But as far as I know, companies have to pay money to become a browser default. Is that is that something you have already done, or is that something you plan on doing? No, we, we uh, to answer the first one. No, we haven't done it. Um, it it's usually concerns large amounts mm -hmm. um, of money. Uh, we'd love to be added to more default search settings, uh, search engine settings in in browsers, because eventually that is uh, the way to. Uh, create a lot more uh, usage of, of your your uh, start page. Of course, start page you can download our uh, our plugin in which you will find start page to be in the uh, URL box. So if you type in a search term there, you'll you'll uh, uh, immediately uh, use start page, which is a great tool to have. Mm -hmm. You have it available for quite a few um, browsers, and you can find that on our website startpage.com, and you go to uh, add to to uh, Firefox, for instance, and then you, you click on that, and you are taken to the the download page and, and the sequence. Cool. And then you can download it. You can of course set us as the homepage. That's also an option. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I, I, but you're very right. It's an important uh, part of the internet these days. Is is getting into those defaults. If people ask more. Uh, if they ask their browsers, please add start page to the default setting, that also helps. Mm -hmm. There are some browsers who take that into account a large deal. That's cool. And I guess for those watching, for the record, I don't know much about Chrome. I don't use it. 
But for Firefox, you can actually set start page as the Omnibar search engine without even having to install the plugin if you don't want the plugin. So, many, many Firefox users. Yeah, so Firefox is OP. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's that's the end of all my bullet points and all the questions I guess I had. Um, if there's any last things that you want to talk about or mention, then that's it's free. It, it, it's always a pleasure to talk about privacy and tools to help people uh, improve their privacy. So important that people become aware and then take action and, and not sit in their chair, but sit in their chair and, and, and do something about it. Mm-hmm. Take the first step and, and change your search engine is a very easy step to make. And okay. if you try out startpage.com, you'll, you'll find after a week, you say, hey, never look back. I didn't miss anything. <laughs> I like Startpage too. It's, it's, it's definitely one of my main search engines. Um, sorry, I got one last question. I just thought of one. Um, do you have an Onion site and do you allow Tor users to access Startpage? It's just something I thought because I have, I know that Google, for example, asks you to solve 12 different CAPTCHAs to do one search if you're using Tor. <laughs> no, uh, not yet. We're considering it. Uh, we used to be the uh, default search engine in Tor even mm-hmm. uh, for years. Um, um, we're considering it. It would be would be a good thing to do and to add to the privacy community. Yeah, we. we I, I can speak for hopefully a lot of people that that would be awesome. Uh, the more onion sites, the better, especially with the whole negative connotation that Tor has. But honestly, even little things like Facebook having an onion site is beneficial to the Tor project because it's easy mm-hmm. for people to say, "Oh, Tor, oh, you're 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 hacking people, you're." ordering hitmen, you're doing all this yeah. stuff. And I'm like, no, f- f- Facebook has an onion site. It's an actual anti-censorship tool that you can use mm-hmm. and it respects your privacy. So, Agreed. yeah. I made a note. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, sorry, that, back to no more questions. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, no, th- much, yeah, no, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for your time and thanks for coming and making this happen so quickly. I mean, this whole process happened within like a week and a half. So that was pretty, Great. really good turnaround time. So thank you so much for being active. Lovely. I'll send you some links. Yes, please. Well. Yeah. And I'll make sure to include those links in the description. Just send over what you want to include. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Robert. Nice talking to you. Yep. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Bye-bye. Honey. Bye. Bye.